Hey, 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 welcome to Spiritually Unashamed. My name is Layla. I'm Carls. And I'm Z. And guys, it's my turn to lead the podcast today. Yay. Oh my gosh. Um, the topic I chose is not an original one. I know I'm fake. Um, <laughs> but it's actually something that I saw in another podcast. Um, I forgot what it is. I think it's better together. It talked about being embarrassed as a Christian. And I thought that that was such a huge topic because I never saw it in that light, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> light. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I wanted to hear your guys's point of view on this. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you ever felt embarrassed of being a Christian? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um which is embarrassing but it's embarrassing to have been embarrassed but is it's definitely something that I acknowledge as something as a feeling that I had in like high school years Mm -hmm. and and all that it was afterwards um where that kind of changed well it changed a lot but um I definitely correlate that feeling to high school years and and all that you know that time period which is like um but yeah I've definitely felt embarrassed um if at school I couldn't go to something like Friday nights or Wednesday whatever an evening that there was a church event it was like oh yeah I just have something to do and and you know lie essentially about like what really was going on um so I definitely correlate that feeling with that time period in my life for sure yeah no definitely I can relate to that a lot because I converted to Christianity at the age of 15 16 around then So I literally went from being able to do all of those stuff, like going to the dances, Mm -hmm. wearing different types of clothing, acting a whole different other way. So then over the summer, just changing it all and just having to leave those old friendships and just start brand new, basically. And it was kind of weird. I was like, people are going to think I'm like, I have issues or something. Like, why (laughs) am I all of a sudden like not doing things that I used to do? But um. Yeah, Carl's, what do you think? No, for sure. Like for me, I so I started going to church at 18, but I didn't take it seriously till like summer of 2016. But by then, like, you know, I was like finishing up my last year at, you know, Mason. I was, you know, part of a sorority, but the majority of my friends were like partiers, drinkers, like. And so it was like hard to be like, oh, like, I don't want to, you know, participate in that anymore. Like, I'll be your designated driver, but it was still Mm -hmm. hard. And like, I felt embarrassed to be like, oh, I can't go because, uh, you know, I had family groups or like there was a church event and it was like, oh, I can't because I have to help out a family member, you know, like I would have to make up excuses and then I would feel guilty on top of that Mm -hmm. because it's like. I shouldn't feel embarrassed and like I feel guilty that I'm embarrassed I feel even more embarrassed for what I did so it's Mm -hmm. just like such a mix of emotions at the same time I know it's crazy and I love the fact that you use the word guilty because it makes you feel guilty it's like you shouldn't feel embarrassed of being a Christian because at the end of the day you're following your faith and you're following what's true and it's like why am I embarrassed to show who I am and it's kind of like when you're embarrassed to be yourself around people and that's how I saw it at all like 
at all times because it's very it's very easy for me to like once I know you I can open up to you and just like let you into my life and everything but if I don't know you I'm a very like shy person and it's like I like I don't I don't want to be the first one to come out of my bubble because I feel like it's going to be embarrassing like I've told Carl stories of the time when I literally started to open up at church and it was during um, Awana, which is our, our Saturday Bible school for the youth. And we were in the basement and we had this, those, you guys have those balls that you can like jump on and like hang yeah. on to. And I don't know why I was holding on to this ball. And for some reason in my mind, I thought it would be smart to just like slam it above my head, not realizing the ceiling is so close to my head that it literally oh, bounced no. off the ceiling back to my face. <laughs> I was like, no. Well, no. you friend. Yeah. <laughs> no but oh my gosh that was, no, that was embarrassing <laughs> but that was at church and, and, and it's funny because right now we're talking about being embarrassed outside the church right like in the secular world in school um in your case friend in college um in my case everywhere but <laughs> um I feel like in the podcast you also mentioned being embarrassed at church mm. and I thought that was so huge because I never again like I said in the beginning I never thought about that in a way because it's like embarrassed at church like that's the one place where I feel like I shouldn't be embarrassed in but then I realized about I like I started thinking about it and I was like wait that makes a lot of sense because there's been moments like in class where I'm like embarrassed to talk about a topic because I don't know what's right and what's wrong or I feel like another person is judging me because of what I'm saying or like what it's like, even through this podcast, sometimes I feel like certain topics, I'm like, I'm embarrassed to talk about this because not everyone is going to have the same viewpoint as me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, that came into my mind, but what do you guys think? I mean, I like for sure, hundred percent felt like embarrassed to be a Christian at church just because like, with my like friends from like uh like the like worldly friends like I wasn't worldly enough to like fully like hang out with them and get like understand what they were doing Mm. and even for like the like church like I wasn't Christian enough to like understand what had to be done or like I was made to feel like, okay, you need to, why don't you know this stuff already? Or like, why aren't you dressing this way? Why aren't you acting that way? Why, why do you like do the things that you do? And it was hard because I was like, I have to please like both sides. I have to be Christian enough for them. And it was just so like mentally draining because like it got to a point where I realized like, I'm not here to please either side. Like that should be the least of my worries. Like my, my goal should be to please God. Yeah. And right. if, unfortunately, if they don't like that, I'm not their version of a Christian. Well, you know, that's not my problem. You know, like yeah. there's only so much I can do, but like, and it sucks that like, if anyone else has ever been made to feel embarrassed to be a Christian, like, I'm so sorry. Like, that's mm-hmm. like the hardest thing to go through because, yeah. you know, you can't control other people's reaction and, you know, it shouldn't be a, like you said, it should be the least 
place like the not like the like the last place you the mean? last place that you should feel embarrassed to mm-hmm. to be at um i think it's so cool that we all have different experiences with this feeling of being ashamed or embarrassed um, i just think that's really awesome that we all have different insights that people listening in can be like oh identify with that or like you know i came to christ as an adult a young adult or a teenager still or in my case you know i've been in the church life since you know birth um doesn't mean that you know you came to christ when you're a baby you know there's a moment right um but even um I, i still correlate again this feeling of embarrassment within the church with my high school years because in that time it was very like um, and I'm not saying it's an adult, it's, you still don't have those feelings, but more so, and I'm sure you guys can agree where it was like, everything you did was like, had to be perfect or like, at least be part of something like a group and, and fit in. And, and it was, it was like more like intense, I would say, I know that it doesn't go away in adulthood, but it's definitely super intense as a teenager, um, adolescent. So at church, I remember there was this one person um, who I shared that I felt like I had an encounter uh, with the Lord with, had an encounter with the Lord. And then she asked me, she was like, oh, so are you like a Christian Christian now? And then I was so taken aback because, you know, I did go through a period where I was like, you know, like, ah, like, I don't care about anything, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was like so shocking to me because I realized then like how distant that person was from the Lord, even though they had grown up in the church as well. Um, and I, I would say I'm really blessed that from then on, like, you know, I, the youth that we were with, they, when we would have those encounters with the Lord and services or something like that, it was something that we all kind of felt. Mm -hmm. And the person that had that kind of attitude, like, oh, forget this. It's not that they were excluded. Um, but they were kind of, it's great because I remember specific instances where those people in the end would come and join in. So I, I would see like the power of a group um, and all agreeing like, hey, this is, this is awesome. Like being in the presence of the Lord is really cool. And when everybody can get on board, those that are like kind of not sure or, you know, outliers, if you will, they're going to want to join in too. And I feel like that's the power of like community mm-hmm. that is so important. Um, so again, I correlate that with my high school years. And I think that that age is like crucial to (laughs) development of the kids and, and, and their walk with the Lord, if they come to Christ at that age, you know, if they're, you know, like it was for me. No, and it's huge. I love the fact that you are mentioning that age. Cause again, like middle school, elementary school, yes, those ages are important and it's important. You talk to them about God, but it's high school years. The ones you have to keep an eye out for, because, those are the ones where it's like, you're realizing what you truly like and what you truly don't like. And if you don't do something to them that will actually impact their lives, then that will be the turning point for them where it's going to be like, Oh no, this isn't, this isn't for me. And I remember when we went, when I started going to church, I was in high school and I started with people that I knew from my own high school. Like when I came to this church, I was like, Oh, I know these guys, they go to my school. I was embarrassed to have them see me because I thought they were going to judge me, but anywho, um, they were there and um, they're not there anymore. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what they're doing in life anymore, but it's like something in church happened. That was that turning point for me. That wasn't Mm -hmm. that turning point for them. And I think like what you said, 
that community group is definitely something huge because I, it took a while for me to grow friendships in church because again, I was embarrassed to show off who I was. I felt like I I didn't belong. I felt like people weren't going to accept me because of who I am. And I'm not going to lie. There's obviously people out there that like to call themselves Christians that will not treat you as a Christian should treat you. I'm not going to say that that's not going to happen. That will happen in the world, sadly. Like the Bible talks about it. There's Christians out there that are not Christians that are spreading the gospel, but not really. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously when I came to church, I, I felt like people were going to judge me. People were going to be like, um, who's this girl, this wannabe, like stuff like that. Like that's honestly what I thought. And it like terrified me. And it, it, it was that right there, that feeling of being embarrassed, that feeling of being like just kind of blocked, if that makes sense is what was keeping me away from getting closer to God and getting closer to people that could bring me closer to God, if that makes sense. Um, And it wasn't until later that I finally started opening up that I started meeting people at church and they started asking me to hang out with them, going to devotional groups. And then I made an awesome friend that was literally my Uber driver named Carl's because... thanks girl I still owe you for gas I was gonna say that did you pay her <laughs> no <laughs> I mean that never crossed my mind that like oh yeah. like it, it it was just a thing that like it made sense you know like yeah like she we want her to like be involved in this and like maybe this she'll grow so like let me offer her that ride because yeah. I don't know like her situation and like I'm very like thankful for that just because that's what also kept me going to devotionals because I was like oh okay I promised I'd give her a ride so like now I got so to go true. yeah, so yeah. Like, it, like an accountability yeah that's so cool and then same thing here because I once I realized I had agreed that she was gonna pick me up <laughs> I had no choice but to say okay yeah <laughs> no there were moments where I literally didn't like I was so shy I never asked anyone for a ride I I didn't want to because I didn't want to be an inconvenience that was my huge thing mm-hmm. and when I realized again these connections you make at church you start realizing these aren't just friends they end up becoming family like honestly I see you guys at, as families I see Carl's as family yeah. I see Zia as family so when I need money remember that she wrote um, herself into the will <laughs> Oh. okay carl's <laughs> not the will <laughs> no but, but like it, sorry it just got me thinking like i don't even remember like how the whole like can i get a ride like situation happened so i remember so i, I know <laughs> i okay so again back to my story right my life y'all my mom is very strict when it came down to me going out at night by myself she didn't like it she thought it was unsafe which is True. I mean, it's unsafe for a young girl to be outside in the streets by herself. Makes sense. Especially when she was going to the house of people my mom didn't know. So um, she refused. But somehow, I think this is God, y'all. This is always God. She had trust in Carla, (laughs) but she had never met Carla. So I have no idea what happened there. But um, I didn't have, I, I wasn't allowed to drive at night. So I think it was Kathy, Kathy Vallejo or Karen. Um, I don't know Karen's last name. <laughs> Karen, that were one of them too, I think mentioned it to you that I didn't have a ride, which is why I couldn't go to these devotionals. And so Carl's was like, oh, she lives like 
15 minutes away from me. I can take her. And then that's what started. And then she never stopped picking me up. So I had to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's those connections that you make with your friends that make you want to stay at church. And it, it takes away that embarrassment. I felt so free and open to be with that group of people. Like, I felt like there was no judgment there. We were allowed to talk about any topic. And if I felt like asking questions, I, I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable with it. And I feel like that's something that you don't experience until you finally make that friendship or those um, groups of friends that you're talking about. Like right now with you guys, three years ago, I probably would have never had a conversation with Z like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, let's be honest. Like yeah. we, we didn't really talk that much. Like we said, hi, we were respectful. I thought she was yeah. cool. She's saying like a holy person <laughs> up there on stage. Girl, I was worshiping while you were up there. But um. We never talked like that until, you know, God's miracles and stuff. And she gave me a job. Um, <laughs> no, but it, it wasn't until that, that it brought us together and it brought a yeah. new group. And I, I love it so much because I feel like through this, we're getting to meet more people and we're getting to know each other even more and get yeah. closer with God through our relationship as a friend and everything. Like we had our devotional groups, which is so cool. So yeah. I thought that's definitely something that, um, took away from that like I said that embarrassment of being a Christian like you guys helped me forget about that and if people have something to say for me being a Christian let it be because at the end of the day what truly matters is my faith in God okay so if you who's listening to me right now (laughs) I'm just I'm saying it okay if you feel embarrassed don't be embarrassed because you are allowed to experience the faith you're experiencing you're allowed to feel the way that you are feeling for God okay Hopefully it's all positive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the awkward silence. Hopefully it's all positive. But you are allowed to be who you are, okay? Don't feel ashamed. Don't feel ashamed. What? Spiritually unashamed. Yeah. Um, of who you are. Like, and I feel like it's so important to, like, you hear it all the time over and over again. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. But once you're in that crowd of people that are constantly judging you or constantly looking at you, you start feeling like, oh, you're restricted. Like you're restricting yourself of what your true potential is. Mm -hmm. Like I, my small testimony of how I got into the worship team, I was embarrassed of singing in front of people because of an experience I had in the secular world. I did chorus growing up literally until right before high school and I, it came to a point where I had to audition for something. And I, when I got literally in front of everyone, I don't know what it was that just completely took over me that I just stood quiet. I went mute and the piano started playing and I just started lip singing to what? I don't know because there was was nothing playing in the back, but I was just going like, for those listening, my mouth is moving. (laughs) <laughs> and that was it y'all and it was to the lion king this is what made it worse <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah and so that's what kept getting in the way of me auditioning for the worship team because I always wanted to be part of it but I was too embarrassed to go up and to Kathy and like Kathy by the way is um Z sister that Kathy I keep having to reference people mm-hmm. um but I had to like get that courage and again who got me out of that courage carl's how she literally went up to z and told hey she's interested and then i had no choice but to be like i am 
<laughs> I really am, but I'm scared. And you guys took me with arms wide open and Z, you did the best, like just doing the devotionals with me and helping me understand what it means to be part of the worship team. And it was like, it was the best. And it's like, again, those because of the way you treated me, it made it so much easier for me to go up to Kathy and actually audition when it was time for me to do it. Yeah. So again, connections, man. I love the fact that who brought up the groups? Was it Z? Z? <laughs> I love the fact that you said that. Okay. I mean, I feel like that's one of the like key takeaways is like, if you do have the, like start feeling embarrassed or like, I don't know, maybe that like embarrassment turns into like negative thoughts find that like key group of people that like or that it could be a group of people or one person but like reach out to them and just say like hey like can we talk build that connection because they can literally like change your life because like before like kind of like until I met you as well like I was that shy like quiet person at church and then the more we hung out, the more we were like same like dumb jokes. Like we would laugh at the dumbest things. We would do a little dance at church. Like it was like I'm telling you, like completely different person than I was like years ago. And like yeah. people just like build you up yeah. to be like more confident in yourself and kind of like tune out the negative like voices and the like embarrassment. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. The community thing is so important. And that's what the church is. It's a community. Mm-hmm. It's a family. And also like it, they're there to call you out too. And, and that's, that's so important for our growth. It's not just yeah. like find the group so that they can coddle you or be like, it's okay. Like, you know, stay with your sin, stay how you are. No, it's like the whole point is to build you up as well. And, and yeah. you will be able to do that too for them. Um, and, and remember that also, like, if you truly believe in, in God, then you also have need to pray to ask like, Lord, mm-hmm. take away the shame. Like, yeah. do I really believe in you? Or am I just saying that I do? And I don't really, you know, because at a certain point you need to realize that this is truth and this is power and decide if you believe it or not, because if you continue with this, like doubt I'm embarrassed you know like still after such a long time then maybe you need to question what do you believe in yeah Um, because once you make that choice like I believe in this there are going to be changes in your life but if you keep putting a stop to it um with your decisions you know or like from what we're saying make the choice to make make friends in church make Mm -hmm. the choice to you know dive in deeper and get out of your comfort zone like Layla you did with with the worship team all of these things are things that we need to take into consideration to better our relationship with God because that's that's the most important thing so yeah I think that's important too I love that like get out of your comfort zone like literally get out of your comfort zone that's the only way you're you will be able to experience his true potential yeah otherwise if you're stuck in the same place and you're not willing to put in the effort for it then it'll be the same it's like whatever you give is what you're gonna get he won't put in the effort to help you out in whatever the situation is so I love the fact that you said pray because definitely again prayer y'all what is it James something James 3:16. the prayer of a righteous man is both powerful and effective mm-hmm. and if you truly believe and you pr- I know y'all I'm, I'm shocked <laughs> I know you, you have no idea sorry. I didn't mean to like I'm sorry 
<laughs> no, but yeah. like honestly, double check that because I might be wrong. I know, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's a, totally it's a verse. I do know that's a verse. So. Okay, thank that's God. True. No, <laughs> but it's true. Like if you do truly believe in Him and you truly yeah. pray and you have full on prayer, like you have faith in that it's going to happen, it will happen. Okay. Yeah. And those people that you need in your life will come into your life and they will help you get out of that little bubble you're in to be able to experience that faith that you want to experience with God. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is. And I am so grateful for the fact that I have you guys in my life. Like I see you guys being with me literally till the day that I die, Mm -hmm. hopefully in the long future, right? (laughs) Or Jesus comes. That works Girl, the rapture. Girl, I can't wait. Bye, deuces. (laughs) See y'all there. (laughs) Yeah. Don't speed. Okay, it's dangerous. There's speed limits. (laughs) I'm like, there's speed limits in heaven. I want a Tesla signal. Uh, I like that you brought up the whole like get out of your comfort zone thing too, because it like it can be hard because I am like a person that's Mm -hmm. like I'm a creature of habit. Like I need it to be done or like things to happen like how I'm used to it and like I loved staying in my little bubble like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like don't talk to me just like let me be <laughs> but like it literally was like the hardest thing to like get on my bubble try to make friends like there were points where I was like having anxiety attacks because I was like no I gotta like push through and like actually like get out there like how am I gonna change if like I'm stuck in the same place and like it can be hard but at the same time like you got to rely on those that you like trust and like will build you up essentially Mm -hmm. and like that group is always going to be changing like sometimes the people that you started that journey with aren't going to be there in the end like definitely the the people I go to now aren't the same people that I went to when I first started the journey and it's Mm -hmm. like it's okay like Mm -hmm. And that in the end, it's like that where you're saying is so important so that they remember, people remember that it's all going to be on you. Like Mm -hmm. no one else can, you know, save you or fill you with faith. None of that. Like it's all going to come down to your relationship with God. That's it. So like people come and go and and that's the whole point. Like they'll support you here. People move on with their lives. Right. Um, But in the end, your relationship with Christ is what's going to hold you down. Like that's, that should be your your rock right amen well my last question for you guys is is there any bible verse you guys have that could i guess encourage those that currently feel embarrassed um to get out of that little what do we call it that little bubble that little thing bubble (laughs) yeah it's like how do we pop it i have so i have this verse and i like the very blunt verses just because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's what helps a lot that's what helps change happen yeah um is not like reading the verses that make me feel good but reading the verses that make me want to change right yeah um so there's this verse Matthew 10 32 through 33 and it says so everyone who acknowledges me before men I also will acknowledge before my father who is in heaven but whoever denies me before men I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. So Jesus says this. Um, Also, 2 Timothy 2, uh, verse 19, there's a part where it says, um, the solid foundation of God stands having the seal. The Lord knows those who are his. 
Ooh. so I feel like these two verses really tie in yeah what's important to me about this topic um which is your personal relationship with the Lord so the weaker your relationship is, is with the Lord the more you're going to have room for these emotions like shame being embarrassed of your faith not being able at church to lift up your hands because like oh my god people are looking at me um or at, publicly if you're and you know out and about and you know you stop at a light and your windows are down you don't want people to listen know that you're listening to oh. Christian music so you bring mm-hmm. it down I love um, that. anything yes. like that like all of those things happen. I understand maybe in the beginning, maybe in a low point in your life, right? Because things happen, right? But remember that all of that is so that you can grow Mm -hmm. um, and that you need to push yourself because once you come to Christ, he's giving you that authority. He's giving you power over all these like emotional, these earthly feelings. Um, So no, it's not something that's okay to feel. Um, I'm going to say it's not okay to feel because Christ is liberating. So that's the thing. Like, yes, if you feel that way right now, we see you and we can relate to that. Mm -hmm. We can also relate to the fact that there is a way to overcome that. So I feel like my, what I want to say is that it will get better, um, but put in your effort with your relationship with Christ because there's just so many things waiting for you if you just push through. Um, So yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that so much. It's so true. And everything you literally just said, I've experienced the not being able to lift my hands at church. I do it now, but not being able to experience it definitely had that putting the volume down on the car because I don't want the other cars. But then again, I do that with regular. I used to do it with regular (laughs) music. So it's like, I think it's just, I didn't like people listening to what I was to. So I was like, let's turn it down. Yeah. And then once we're in the highway, put it up. (laughs) No, but like, I definitely experienced all of that. And like you said, it's now I don't, now I don't care. If you want to listen to my gospel, at least I'm converting you through my music. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Through my car, I'm converting you. Carl's, what do you have? Um, so it's Psalms 37, four, where it says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the, the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with like how we were talking about earlier with, you know, praying um, for uh, God to take that, that feeling of embarrassment away. It's like, you have to be able to trust him and like fully trust that he has, you know, he's going to open the right doors for you. He's going to let the p- right people into your life to help you. Yeah. And, you know, don't worry about the other things, you know, once you trust God, every little thing is going to fall into place. Like the, even things that you like didn't even imagine could be at your reach. Like he's going to provide it all. Yeah. It's just like, like slow down, like your plans, your vision for your life and like, see what God has for you. Yeah. yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Dang y'all thank you I feel like we like we were talking about this I actually this whole entire idea again like I said in the beginning came from the other podcast and it just spoke to me in so many ways like I randomly clicked on it too like I, I always see it pop up but I never really clicked on it to listen to it and this one day I did and literally the minute that it ended I immediately messaged you guys about this because yeah. that's just how much it spoke to me because everything he was saying I could relate to and everything you guys said today I could relate to and it's like I'm so happy I am no longer in that position where I'm embarrassed to like 
lift my hands up and jump when we're worshiping even if I know I'm going to break a leg on stage <laughs> it's like I, I'm not embarrassed of it anymore mm -hmm. and I'm glad that I have people like you guys in my life that are literally just there so for those listening find yourself that group of people that can help you get out of that bubble because mm -hmm. it's definitely something we all need um just to kind of feel comfortable in just everything and like what you guys what you ladies said is just awesome awesome sauce i love it i love <laughs> it but yeah is there anything else you guys want to add i think that was it for me i love yeah. i like this topic i think it's i really very interesting and there's so many more things like with it I know. that we could dive Part into coming soon i know <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. no i know has plenty of examples of people who you know I who know. We can look to yeah yeah, no, I, I, I was trying to hold myself back from like going all the way into deep into my life because I was like, I could say so much about the secular world, yeah. so much about the non-secular world, but yeah. we'll save that for the future. So if you yeah. guys want to like, you know, hear these stories, stay tuned. Okay. It might be the next one. It might be the next one after that. It, it might come out next year. So just keep listening. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. We love you guys. Yes, we appreciate you. Um, please, if you heard this podcast and you've made it till the very end, share. We would love to have more people listen to about this topic. Um, the same way that it retouched me. Maybe it could teach what? What am I saying? That's staying in. <laughs> we make mistakes. <laughs> I what I'm trying to say is share it because the same way it touched you, or maybe the way same way it touched me, it might touch someone else. So please share, like, comment. If you have a prayer request, let us know. We would love to pray for you. I mean, we're constantly praying for you anyways, but we would still love to pray for someone that has an actual name and not just a random podcast person listening. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, we have blogs every, what is it? <laughs> second and fourth? Or, yeah. Second and fourth. There you go. We have blogs Friday. every second and fourth Friday of every month. If we miss it, it's fine. It'll come out a week later. <laughs> it's okay. We're what not do you mean? We've never missed one. What are you talking what? about? What? what are we talking about? We missed We're the podcast. responsible and organized. Okay. We are very responsible and organized. Hey, oh. life happens, right? So <laughs> yes. Look, we all experience issues. And that's the main idea of this podcast. I think it's for us to kind of talk about how, like major issues that we face as Christians and the fact that we ourselves face them as well. So it's like mm -hmm. If you have anything, any ideas you guys want us to talk about, please let us know. Yeah. Apart from that, we love talking with y'all. Um, get out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.